cloud and we're good to go sweet right on brother well uh you know it's it's been a little bit since we were face to face was that uh, a couple months ago in Peru when we first met right yeah that that was crazy man crazy <laughs> so yeah like too, serendipity too, right too crazy actually yeah 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 there was a lot of serendipity yeah. going on in Cusco yeah man you know there, there are certain things in life where you're just like you know you can't quite explain it you know and they just right. kind of happen you know and uh, they're just these beautiful moments and people you meet and experiences and I think our our connecting was was definitely one of them I mean how random that I, I met Ryan in the Starbucks because I overheard him <laughs> talking about ayahuasca and I was like I gotta go talk to those guys and then that led yeah. to, to us meeting and now this man so uh, yeah yeah well you know I funny I feel like, uh, you know, there's that saying, like attracts like, and I feel like when you're putting out energy like that, it, you're going to, you're going to attract it. And you're, it's, it, it's too funny. Cause I do the same thing, man. Like when I, when I'm, I'm traveling and I hear people, I overhear people that are talking about something that's really capturing my ear. I, I can't help <laughs> it, man. I do the same thing. I'm like, Hey, by the way, I just, I need to, I need to maybe jump in this conversation or just tell you, I love what you're talking about, you know? So <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that we we hear and we see, you know, things that we need to, whether even sometimes if it's things we don't like, you know, I think that sometimes there's maybe a, a message or something in there that we should try to try to listen right. for, you know. Right. Um, yeah. But anyways, dude, um, I want to give you a good introduction. Um, everyone who's going to be listening to this, this is uh, Stephen Whalen, and he's the owner of a business called Thrive Coaching. So um, the first thing I want to do is, is I want you to introduce yourself, talk about who you are, kind of um, tell your story, really, you know, how did you get to where you are today? And what kind of hurdles and things that you experienced along the way that, that allowed you to be the man you are today? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a really good question. And uh, yeah, so um, uh, I'm, my name is Stephen Whalen. I, uh, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Um, I grew up playing baseball, baseball, it, baseball and football are king in, in, in that state. And uh, as I'm sure, you know, in, over there in Georgia, it's, those are those those uh, those take over um, a lot of kids lives as they grow mm -hmm. up, as they're as they're chasing their dreams uh, or, or or their dad's dreams, you know, <laughs> depending on. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, for me, I grew up playing baseball and that was that was um, at about 12 years old. I. I knew that's what I wanted to do. At 12 years old, I, 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 um, I, I made a decision that I was going to play professional baseball and I was going to do whatever it took to, to do that. And, um, mm. and so I, I remember that decision very, very vividly at that, at that age. Um, and, that, you know, and that was a beautiful thing and it, it helped me get to uh, where, where I am with, with my journey. Um, and it also taught me a lot as well. And, and, I'll, and I'll explain that. So it, growing up, dedicating myself to this sport um, was incredible with uh, how it helped me grow, the people that I met. Uh, transferred to University of New Orleans to uh, play baseball there. Okay. And then uh, battled, battled some injuries, uh, specifically a, a, a hip injury. Uh, hip surgery that, um, mm -hmm. that actually, uh, my velocity at the time that now, now people are throwing crazy, but at the time, um, you know, you know, 88 to 93 was pretty good. Definitely yeah. good enough to get you drafted. And, yeah. uh, you have a replacement, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, that, you know, that was, unfortunately, that was like 12 years, over 12 years ago, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so at the time I got that surgery and my velocity dropped to like 84 to 87, which just does not mm -hmm. cut it when you're looking at yeah. the draft. So I went yeah. ahead and played my senior year, um, worked on getting my velocity back up and it just didn't happen, but I learned how to pitch, battled some adversity and it was really great. Uh, I went on to play professionally, uh, in independent baseball. So okay. independent baseball is, uh, you're not affiliated with a major league organization, but mm -hmm. you are, uh, you're still playing pro ball. And at any time, a major league organization can buy out your contract uh, to, to, gotcha. to go and, uh, play somewhere in the minor leagues, a ball or something like that. So I did that for five years. And mm -hmm. uh, as soon as I started that, I basically would work off seasons at a baseball facility in Houston, uh, a place called Base USA. Uh, and that's where I started learning how to coach and learning how to teach. Um, you know, a lot of people that just play a sport, uh, will go back and just think that they can coach because they know how to play it well. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I found out very quickly that when you're teaching anywhere from five-year-olds to, uh, you know, 18, 20 year old high school, college kids, you got to learn how to understand where they're at, where they're currently mm -hmm. at and Definitely. understand what the proper steps are to help them where they want to go. Sure. And I, from the, from age 20, you know, 22, when I started in that space of coaching baseball, that's where I got my, my niche and my passion for teaching and coaching. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I'm still playing pro ball. I'm still grinding and, and, and trying to uh, pursue my personal dream. But at the same time, I've now identified something that I truly, truly have a passion for. Another thing that I have a passion for. I was like, man, I, I'd get out of a baseball lesson. I'd be very frustrated because I'd be like, I didn't, I didn't connect with that kid. You know, I know mm -hmm. I could have done something better. Like I know I could have helped him more and I wasn't doing it because the, the communication was just off and, and I didn't have the tools at the time to really help mm -hmm. that kid get where he wanted to go. And mm -hmm. I started researching and studying, studying it like I did with my passion for baseball. And I started going to conferences, going to coaches conferences. And this is still in that small off season period before the season, but I was, I was going, I was, I was traveling. I, I went to, I, I went to Boston to, you know, one of the, the uh, baseball gurus. I even started getting into the strength conditioning side because mm -hmm. I knew that that was, that was key in helping some of these kids as well. And uh, so that's where my, the teaching side came in the, the fitness. And so I, I for the, the, before I started traveling two years ago, I was a strength conditioning coach. And um, yep, yep. so after I, after I decided to make the decision to stop playing baseball and basically hang it up, I had a couple of knee surgeries and all that, but um, yeah, tough to I, do, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to do, but it was all, all, all good lessons. Uh, I, so I hung it up at 25 and mm -hmm. I, the place that I was actually working out at, um, uh, maybe a place very similar to where you work. I was working with someone just like yourself. And I was like, man, um, I really love teaching and coaching baseball, but I really kind of dig this, this fitness side of it. I always thrived in the weight room because I, mm -hmm. I love working. I love, I love, I love challenges. And so the mm -hmm. weight room always came naturally to me, you know, that when everyone else didn't want to go into the weight room for in, in college, I loved it. It was like my favorite part of, of practice was going in the weight room and training. And yeah. uh, so, uh, so again, a guy just like yourself in Houston, I was, I was going and training there. He said, Stephen, I think, I think you, you would do really well coaching on this side, you know, on the strength and conditioning side. 
and I never really thought about it, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. And so I did. And, uh, and it was awesome. And then I start now I'm entering this space thinking, oh, I know how to train. So I must know how to teach. Right. Mm, yeah, <laughs> just, that's right. So now I'm going through the whole thing again, but with baseball, you have this understanding of movement. And so, uh, very important in teaching baseball when you're teaching such a high, high dynamic skill. So I, I, I really dug that side of strength conditioning because now I'm learning a whole new uh, craft uh, of, of coaching that, but mm -hmm. the cueing is very similar, you know? So you're learning. So now I'm, I'm really diving in and learning the body, but I'm also, um, I'm just learning how to coach in that, that realm. And I loved it. And, so, and that's really where it took off. So mm -hmm. I went ahead and I knew that if I was going to excel in this, I should get my master's in science and kinesiology. So I, I took mm -hmm. my master's online. Um, and then I actually uh, left that facility because I wanted to really get into athletes, coaching athletes. So I, I volunteered at a high school in Houston um, for, uh, for a little while. And then from there, I actually uh, took an internship at, uh, at the age of, uh, I, I was just about to turn 27. And I actually took an internship at Eastern Michigan University, which was a complete downshift of where I was at financially and everything. Yeah. I knew if I wanted to coach at a high level in athletics, I needed to, I needed to, um, you know, start from the bottom. And so mm -hmm. this guy was, uh, he was a guru in the field, uh, really well-respected strength coach. And that's why I went to take that job up there, uh, working football. And it was the best decision I ever made. I learned really? so much. I met other people in the space, like, like yourself, like other people that are just growth minded. And that's what I dig about our field. Um, you know, everyone thinks, you know, the meathead side of things, yeah. but then I, that's when I really started realizing, man, the strength conditioning world, the fitness world, these are all people that want to learn and grow, yeah. you know, right. they're, they're hungry for knowledge mm -hmm. and want to help people like really want to help people. And that it's just, when you see other people in that same that headspace, it's, it's inspiring, you know, and, and yeah, you're, definitely. you're seeing like-minded people. And, um, I knew I was in the right field. I knew, I knew I was chasing the right, the right goal. And, uh, your, your soul kind of had one of those things like, you know, we don't have that maybe not the every day where we get those, those sparks, you know, that remind us yeah. that we're on the right path. Those big signs that are like, this is right. Or some of those, sometimes it's those, this is very wrong, you know, yeah. but when we get them, you know, they're very obvious. And um, I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing for you to find that, that path. Cause not a lot of people yeah. get to, man. A lot, a lot of people find that path that's aligned with their soul mm -hmm. and, and that lights their soul on fire. You know, I mean, a lot of people sure. unfortunately get, get kind of trapped in kind of, you know, the modern societal normalities and just kind of follow suit, you know, and, and it's, sure. it sucks that that's the way that it is, but you know, that's a big reason why I think this interview is so crucial to right. kind of motivate people to step outside of their comfort zone and explore what's out there, get right. uncomfortable, get, get sure. fucking scared, you know, and face those fears so that they <laughs> sure. can find out like, like you did. And like, I'm finding too, what I really am passionate about what my soul really mm. is here on the, on this planet for. So, man, and what you just said there is, is, is so key because it, it, the only way that, you know, you truly know is you have to make a decision and, and go after it fully, mm -hmm. fully. And that's the only way you're really going to know if this is your path or not. Mm -hmm. the, I think the mistake a lot of people make is they think they want something, but they, but 
and they're like, but they'll never truly know because they're only putting a couple feet in the water. They're only putting oh, a yeah, couple toes in the water. They're not diving yeah. in. Yeah. The only way you'll truly know is if it's if it's in a line, if it's in alignment, is you got to go find out. <laughs> That's right, yeah. You no, know, you can't sit on the sidelines and just and wonder. There's not going to be a perfect time to start. Um, right. So I think I think there's so many. This is such a great conversation because age doesn't matter. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, finances matter, but but not always. You can figure out a way if you truly want to. Always, always. And and um, you know wh whether you have a family, kids, that that does come into play. But at the end of the day, if there are ways, if it's something that keeps speaking to you and it doesn't go away, you know. Um, I think I think where some of the stress and the frustration goes is when you put that in the back burner, you put it, you close it, you close the door, you put it behind closed doors in your mind, and you just let it sit and sure. do nothing with it. Mm -hmm. And that that's hard to swallow sometimes when you know that that's back there, but you don't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah, you're so, basically starving your soul, man. You know, like our it. life force is being starved. You know, that's and it, I didn't. Sorry to cut you off, but I no, no, this, really want to. Yeah. I want to <laughs> yeah. continue to dive in this direction because yeah. you know, as you're talking about, like age doesn't matter. You know, mm -hmm. um, circumstances potentially don't really even matter that much um, right. from from one perspective. And that the perspective is is mm -hmm. what I find in finding to be the common ground, the commonality between all of us that we really have the opportunity to take advantage of individually and change our lives in every direction is our mindset. And, you know, yeah. you talked a lot about your, your physical, you know, coaching and your, your athletics with baseball and all that, but, you know, thrive coaching from my understanding is a lot more than just physical. You know, I talk to no the doubt. guys, you know, I still talk to Ryan once a week. We still talk once a week oh, that's awesome. and, and yeah, super awesome guy, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know that you take a much deeper approach than just a physical approach. So tell me a little bit about yeah. your approach to the mindset. How did you get into that and how did it evolve and how, what kind of a, what kind of tactics and tools do you use for yourself and for your clients today? Right. Right. So, yeah. So thrive coaching, um, it, it, it evolved. So it evolved, um, very, it, it evolved as I evolved, honestly. Mm, um, beautiful. And so, you know, again, go, taking one step back in order to really give clarity on what, where, wh how, where it is today. Mm -hmm. After I went through that Eastern Michigan experience, I got a, I got a job at uh, University of Texas. I got a full-time okay. coaching job at University of Texas. And, um, gotcha. and with, and it happened uh, after a year there, I actually got the full-time uh, head strength conditioning coach job with baseball. And it would just, um, again, there you go. Alignment, right? It was out there yeah. on back. I'm back where I feel comfortable with baseball players, with baseball coaches. And, and I understand their language and what they need. Uh, and I did that for six years. And in a nutshell, in a nutshell, uh, I'll, I'll try to keep this, this part short. It, it, I, I, um, I had a, I had a longtime girlfriend who also got a job as a doctor in Austin. So there was alignment there. We got married we got the house, we got the cars, we got the dog, we got the white picket fence, we got it all, you know, the all American, shit, yeah. we got the American dream. Uh, we both had quote unquote dream jobs. We're living in a beautiful city. We have, we have um, a good friend circle. And, um, and, you know, Brennan, the crazy thing was, I was, I was miserable, bro. And mm. I didn't know why. That was mm. the most frustrating part. I did not mm. know why, why I was miserable. Deep down, I have here. I am. I have a dream job. I have. I have a wife. I have everything that you're supposed to have. Sure. And but, and I was thriving at my job. But why am I going home? And why am I not happy? 
I just, I just wasn't. And, um, and what I ended up doing was I started um, filling that void in those questions. I didn't want to answer them because the answer can be scary because if I, if I get too involved in that, then, then I might have to do something about it. And that's, that's too scary. Right. Because so I drank. And so I drank, I filled that void with drinking. And so here I am as a strength conditioning coach. Um, you know, I still lifted weights, but I'm unhealthy, uh, mentally, uh, sure. more than any, more than anything spiritually. And, um, and I, and, 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 and health wise, I was, you know, cause I'm drinking and I'm eating stuff so that I'm not supposed to. And I did that for almost three years, bro, almost three mm. years. And it was one day I just kind of snapped out of it. Uh, I, again, like I said, I loved what I did with my job, but I snapped out of it and I got a divorce. I asked for a divorce um, and I made a seven month month plan to quit my job. Mm. And um, I was, I, I was going to go out with respect and, 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 and finish that season. Uh, Cause I love the guys and I was going to do an amazing job with, with my, with my job. But I knew that I wanted to answer the answer that call, which was um, uh, find out more who I am. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, wanted, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to open up that door that I've been closing for so long in my brain. And right. I, the, the, the way I wanted to do it was I wanted to do it through travel. So I got a one-way ticket mm. to Ireland and I traveled for a year. And I did that I, from, from Vipassana in Nepal to uh, long through hikes, five, six days, not talking to anybody, just with my backpack and just in my own head yeah. with nature. And I asked all those questions, um, uh, yoga retreats, everything, man. I just wanted to learn. I was started picking up books and reading a lot of the books that you and I talk, have talked about with Eckhart Tolle from everything, man. Yeah, and, yeah. and so I just started expanding spiritually, mentally, and it changed my life. It absolutely changed yeah. my life. And during that time, I knew, I was like, you know what? I want to be able to provide this for other people. And so mm-hmm. I uh, created a business at the time that was online uh, that has changed into Thrive Coaching. Okay. And basically at Thrive Coaching, uh, it's an online program. I take men through a 12-week coaching program where we work through what's holding them back to discover a life they're excited to live. And in the program, we work on improving mindset through fitness, accountability, and international retreat. So Mm -hmm. basically, I'm trying to take what changed my life and try to create a and design a program that can help people in a similar situation you know, beautiful. Um, so that's really, that's really, that's really how Thrive Coaching started, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I think that it's so beautiful and it's so crazy how even looking back at my life now and some of the worst traumas, the worst situations, all the bad shit, right. All the negatives, Mm -hmm. those are now, we're almost just these, these catalysts that really sparked, you know, this, this type of growth in a direction that I really never, ever would have expected, you know, and I think it's a similar thing for you and maybe others out there as well. But, you know, it's, it's crazy how, um, you know, the uncomfortable and the negative and the bad things we have such a, a, a horrible relationship with and such mm-hmm. a horrible, con- you know, connotation of and when really, maybe those are, are just those signs or, or that calling, like you said, sure. but, but it's not always, you know, you know, the, the pearly gates opening up and the, the sun rays, you know, shining perfectly down from the, from the, from the clouds shining on, yeah. you know, exactly what it is that you need to be doing. It really right. works that way. Sometimes we need to be kicked in the ass and, yeah. you know, and, and put through some hard stuff so that we can sure. learn um, what we need to learn and we can grow. Like you'll probably agree that 
all the stuff that you went through, it's done nothing but make you stronger. Um, and it's interesting. I tell people this now is like some of the worst stuff that I ever went through. Um, even like, as I went through the ayahuasca and some childhood trauma mm-hmm. came up, like I was, I was, and I'm so fucking grateful, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I can almost cry right now because I'm so right. grateful for what I experienced. And even though it was hard and it hurt then, and it still hurts now, I'm so grateful for it because sure. it allowed me to evolve into the man that I am today, you know? Sure. So I think that that's a very, a very cool thing, man, um, for you to share. And it's, it's the cool thing for listeners to try to understand too, because I think that, you know, the world has really done a fabulous job of making us terrified of fear and just have Mm -hmm. this awful relationship with fear and uncomfortability and, and anxiety and resistance. And these are things that we need to avoid. And just like you said, put the back of the brain and just put just shove it deep down away that deep down in there where we don't have to deal with it right, right <laughs> when, right. when, when on the other side of that is a whole new world a whole sure. new life for us sure. you know sure uh, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right and and, and i think and, and the beautiful thing is it, it, we we kind of go back back step is it doesn't matter where you're at you can make that decision at any time uh you know for some it just takes longer to get there to make that decision um right. And what's beautiful, what I respect so much about what you're doing uh, is you are trying to introduce this information to people so they help them make that decision sooner than later, you know, yeah, yeah. because yeah. Th- that, that's the bottom line, that, that thing that you tuck away in the back of your head, it, it, that doesn't help it go away. It's still going to be there. You know, I, 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 I say that I use the word gremlins, like yeah. uh, those gremlins, they're, they're not going anywhere. They're going to stay in that closet. You know, yep. just by, just because you, you're putting a lock on it doesn't mean they're going away. You know, mm-hmm. the only way to the, to true freedom is just like, and that's what, that's, what's beautiful about fitness is the only way to really attack, you know, a change uh, with whether you're changing physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever is to dive into and open up and face all the that's fears right. And yep. to do everything that's uncomfortable, to go through that suck period at the beginning of that's a right. fitness program, yep. uh, yep. to not know what the hell you're doing, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it, it just takes, you have, it, it's an ego, it, it takes a hit at your ego, uh, it, it, it's going to, it's going to mess with you, you know, and um, that's why I think coaching and, and uh, teachers um, are so crucial right now because they can, yeah. it, if all, all you have to do, not you, but anybody, all anyone has to do is just make that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, like earlier we were talking about like the water, make the decision. If it's something you want, dive in. And yeah. if it doesn't go away, if it's in that gut, dive in. And when yep. you're there, just all you have to do is make the decision and then figure out how you're going to get there along the way. And, and the, the easiest fast track way to do that is to find a mentor or a coach or a teacher right. to help you. Be, yep. and, 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 and they're out there, man. Um, oh, yeah. You know, in, in your questions, you asked one of what do we need most right now um, yeah. in, in, in this in this changing in this changing environment with COVID mm-hmm. and every this crazy world. Yeah. You know, when I, I, I first thought about that question, I was thinking uh, love, you know, but then yeah. I thought, which, <laughs> which I do, you know, what, 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 of course, of course we do. But then I thought even more about it. And I was like, you know what? We need more teachers and coaches that are help that that can truly help people get to where they mm-hmm. want to go and and, right. and people spreading the good word and i'm That's not right. talking about in a religious context mm-hmm. I, um you know like you know spread the word I, i'm talking about spread the word that you and i are talking about right now yep. that 
you can make a decision to to thrive in your life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, and, and I think what's needed is, is teachers, coaches, and people like yourself that are helping spread this word to even let people know that they can do that. That's right. You know? yeah. That's it. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah man. We're, we're so you know, misled is a really good way to put it because yeah. I think about what I know now um, at 27 and, and what I knew when I was you know, even just 24, I feel like. You know, I, was just in the, I just got out of the Army. Um, earlier this year, you know, and my evolution kind of started to shift late 2019. And then all through 2020, I had a lot of time to kind of evolve and work on myself. Um, I stopped drinking. That's kind of when I started my sobriety as well. So that was a big kick in the ass for me. And that was a huge motivating factor. But, you know, it was like, all the stuff that I've been taught before that was like, I almost could have could have gone without it. Like, you know, like, it's not that we don't need some of the stuff that we're taught. But I think it's pretty obvious. I think at least from my perspective that, you know, we're not being taught or told a lot of, a lot of the things that we truly really need. You know, we're not taught, we're not taught about our psychology effectively. We're not taught about our our true potential and how powerful our mind is. We're not taught that all of the thoughts that we're thinking, um, the emotions that we have and, you know, the actions that we take are literally creating our our reality day in and day out. You know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's just these things that, that are truths, deep truths about life that right. we just, we're not, we're not told. And, you know, I <laughs> right. think, um, I think when you were talking about, we need more coaches and teachers, you know, I definitely agree. Another word though, for that, that's almost synonymous is leaders. We need people to there step the fuck up who, who, who see the light. They know their, they know their true power. They know the mm-hmm. truth and they're, they're not afraid and they're willing right. to step up and shine in, in a time right now where, I mean, as a collective man, it's, it's not a super, right place right now and I think that we can agree on that and that's not me being pessimistic that's me being realistic you know there's a lot of shit going on Um, a lot of people are afraid right now there's a lot of you know just stupid conflict you know over the dumbest shit you know like I have like you know even myself and my family there's issues because of COVID you know and we can't or we're not having Christmas we can't get together these people aren't vaccinated these are these are anti-vaxxers these ones don't you know and it's just like man like what is what is going on you know we got to really we got to try to, I don't know, step up, like I said, be bold in, in a time of need. And I think love is a huge, huge piece of that. But love, it, it can be misconstrued, man, because mm, I found yeah. that, that, that love, it, it comes off as this, this beautiful, just always gi- like giving, giving, giving and giving hugs. Like, no, sometimes the, the best love I ever had was a tough love that fucking right. that, that threw my, me in the dirt. And, and that was what I needed at that time. So, right. you know, it's, it's something that is obviously, as you can tell us, I'm getting a little more ramped up. I'm passionate about in the yeah. world so much yeah. right now. So, well, I, yeah. You know, one thing I think Brandon is like here, here you say that is I think there is a beautiful balance between the type of love that you're talking about, which is maybe, uh, on the, I don't want to say maybe too much on the compassion side and not really giving them what they need. And then there's, you know, you know, which is hard truth, which is, which is maybe some, uh, things that they, that, that somebody does not want to hear. Um, and, and, and they're just too much of the pat on the back, right? There's that side. Um, and you know, and then there's the other side, which is the tough love, uh, maybe the more, you know, uh, military, military style, type uh type of love <laughs> uh, yeah. and maybe that maybe for some people that is what they need but maybe for some it's too aggressive i feel right. like what is needed is an understanding of both sides 
So you can go in and find a beautiful balance because that's true love. That's true love is understanding both sides deeply so you can meet that person where they're at or that group of people where they're at and and communicate with them, right? And one thing I've seen on the travel road is, you know, like uh, you you go to these, these places that are super spiritual, uh, like a Tulum or like a, uh, and I'm not saying anything negative about these places. I'm in Puerto Escondido right now. And there's a beautiful community here, uh, you know, because I, I like, I enjoy yoga as well. And so you enter yeah. these spaces and, and, and you hear again, um, maybe too much of the, the hugging and not enough of facing the, the really, really uncomfortable situations or too, mm-hmm. the, 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 I don't know how, to, I don't know how to explain that side, but there's, there is one end of the spectrum that that uh, that just that some people will identify with, and it's good for that for some people, but for others they need to go to to find they need to move down the spectrum to more of that tough love, and maybe That's not right. all the way oh not the, not all the way over, but they need to have some type of balance in between. It, yep. It's 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 not all you know roses and 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 just beautiful like you said like the, mm. the stars align and the clouds move apart. It's not always <laughs> like that, man. You know, when, when you find, when you find true, um, you know, the, the great, great book, Finding Joe, uh, do we, ta- I don't know if we talked about this before, uh, I Finding so, Joe is a great film based off of, um, uh, Joseph Campbell and a lot of the work that he did with, um, with studying, um, cultures and their stories that they tell, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it's the hero's journey. It's the hero's story. Mm-hmm. Any, any movie or book worth reading is not just it's not just like an easy path for the hero the whole way. It'd be boring. Right. We'd all stop watching it. Mm-hmm. The hero's journey always starts with something's going on in the back of their head. They just you know there's a situation they don't like, and so they make a decision to do something about it. Yep. Once the decision is made, they go, and they usually go on a journey. And during that journey they meet adversity or they meet some type of enemy or nemesis and, and they get their ass kicked. And, 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 you know, that's where, that's where all of the characters build. That's, it's, it's getting knocked down. It's, it's, uh, it's getting, it's, it's going through a tough marriage and then, and then battling through that. It's going through, you know, if you're, if you're like the alcoholism, it's going through that, man. And then, it, but it's what you do after, or the decision mm-hmm. you make, and it's that journey uh, after that builds the character. That That's then right. you come out on the other side, the, the, the hero, and then you return right. the hero. And yeah. you know that's the thing is right when you feel like it's like oh this this isn't for me. Usually that's where you have to like that's where you have to bear down and keep going because yeah. the beauty is in that suck, you know, right. yeah. and. You're gonna learn, man. It's so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I, I'm rambling too much, but that, but that. No, never, never. No, that's, you're, that's, you're spot, you're spot on. You know, like and, you said earlier, it's, it's, it's. Uh, like, what is, what is, what is the right type of love? What is the right type of love, right? You know. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, I had, I had a couple things. One thing was, you know, the most recent thing about, about the, the suck and, and getting your ass kicked and being defeated, you know. And I think, um one thing my coach you know, I have my own coach by the way too which right. is an awesome thing for people that are listening yeah. to, to understand that it's, it's, nobody so do I. So is, do I. yeah yeah that's, that's nobody's perfect yeah. we all 
yeah it's awesome it's beautiful yeah. we all need help we all need different perspectives you know right. i tell i tell like um, a lot of times when i'm talking to people about their current situation that they're in and that they're struggling with and why they mm -hmm. feel like they're they can't figure it out it's because we're almost seeing all, all the time only from one one perspective one degree perhaps of the 360 degree circle that is our life Right. So that's why we have each other to help us see from these different angles and these different right. perspectives and all these different things. Right. Um, but something I thought about when you were talking about, you know, the dark or, or the bad things uh, getting kicked down, you know, I think that the, the biggest reason that, that most people, and I definitely say most, like, I don't know the percentage of how many people don't actually live life, like fully live mm -hmm. life. It's, it's gotta be a lot though. Like, I don't know exactly, but 70, right. 80, maybe, I don't know, maybe 90%. I don't know. Sure. Obviously it's a really hard number to measure, sure. but I think the biggest thing is, is, is our relationship with that uncomfortability. Cause is it really a bad no thing? Doubt. What may, what makes it bad? What makes it bad? You right. know, because it, it doesn't necessarily feel super safe to us in that moment, even though physically and mentally we are safe right so you know that's something beautiful my coach told me just on this last Sunday during one of our calls and um he was he said something like um you know your mindset isn't the problem it's your relationship with with the mindset mm. so you know because I told him I was struggling with this one particular thing it's just I can't seem to figure it out and you know he basically said it's it's your relationship with it it's not that that's a beautiful thing that's a very powerful mm. tool you have there with that type of a mindset but your relationship with it is, is faulted at this point in time. Mm, wow. So, you know, and I, I was thinking about that honestly all week since then and, and almost relating that to, to multiple different scenarios and situations in my life and in clients' lives. And it seems to be almost applicable across the board that potentially maybe there, what if there are no problems and it's just life and our relationship with the problems is really what causes the problem, sure. <laughs> you know? Um, it's just yeah. an interesting, interesting perspective, right? That's just perspective. Yeah. 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 You're right, man. You're right. That's uh, so, perspective. Perspective is everything. <laughs> it is, man. It really yeah. is. And, and yeah. that's something um, when I realized that, man, I remember I was telling people that like crazy, which is, it's cool to have these conversations to kind of, you know, think, rethink about, you know, the lessons you've learned in life, but um, you know, perspective is potentially having control of our own perspective is potentially one of the most powerful tools and uh, gifts that we've been given as humans. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I don't, this is so funny that we we're just talking about this because I just read uh, an article yesterday for probably the third time through, but, it, but the third time through, I actually read this one little paragraph and I highlighted it and it's literally like two pictures on my phone away as you're talking about this. So I got to read it. It's just a short little one. Yeah. And read it, read it. So uh, this, this is by Bob Proctor, an article written by Bob Proctor. Uh, okay. and he's talking about, um, about, you know, attitude, being uncomfortable, all this stuff. So you mm -hmm. may avoid suffering and sorrow if you don't risk, but you simply cannot learn, feel, change, grow, love, or live. The greatest hazard in life is to risk nothing. The person who risks nothing does nothing, thus has nothing. Only a mm. person who risks is free. Mm. So... Because if you, that's living, dude, it's living, yeah. <laughs> it's part of life. It is, it you is, know? man, it, it is. And it's, it's, it's one of the most beautiful parts of life. I mean, especially when you take that risk and like you, like you kept, you, you uh, referred to a couple of times and you, you actually dive in and you realize, oh my God, it's actually, I don't, I don't actually, I don't feel scared or uncomfortable anymore. I feel 
fucking alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know awesome. that feeling where you yeah. just light up and you're like, oh my God, I did it. Or I'm here, right. you know, and you make that, it comes in waves, you know, it's not like sure. that's, that's everything. And I don't want people to think like that's, that's what it is all the time. Cause it's definitely yeah. not, but that's, that's when you, it's worth it. That's when it's worth no it. Doubt. Those moments are what make all of the other things worth it for me. Man. No doubt. No doubt. Um, no so doubt. we got maybe like five to 10 more minutes and then I, sure, I gotta yeah. run, I gotta run yeah. up to a client, but um, one other thing I wanted to talk about is, um, this is a good one. I think evolving into our true potential as humans or another word is self-actualization potentially. So mm. what do you, what do you feel about that um, individually? And also, is that something that you talk with your clients about, or is that something that you, you feel that more people should, should come to know about at all? Yeah, I think it's everything actually. <laughs> I think it's everything, you know, uh, self, self-actualization. So I like awareness, right? Like you're being like self-awareness and, and, is that is that is that am i understanding the question correctly um well you know evolving into our true potential mm -hmm. um is, is pretty black and white there okay um, okay so self-actualization is is essentially right. realizing one's true potential as it as sure. as, as a human their highest sure. potential yeah let's so yeah absolutely i i, I so where where i'm starting to go with with evolving as a coach is before as 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 uh, as strength and conditioning coaches, as as fitness coaches, you always ask what the goals are, right? So you get the goals sure. down and you start with a goal. I've done that forever, obviously. Mm -hmm. I've done it personally. I've done it with clients. But what I realized until I started really understanding, like you know what? Why is it like this is what this person is saying they want? But why is it that so many people, after you know some three weeks, some two months, why do they kind of fall off and not? not stay the course with that goal they said they wanted. And what I realized was they're not setting a good goal, a mm. worthy goal. Mm. So it actually all starts with setting a worthy goal, which might take time for some people because um, I'm talking about like shooting for the stars with what you want. Yeah. And, 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 I'll, and this is going to make sense and it'll, it'll, it'll answer your question because it starts there. You gotta, you gotta identify what you truly want with your goal. Once right. that is set, now we can start this journey. And it's during that journey that we are going to identify and learn about ourselves, where we're gonna go internal and That's truly right. learn who we are as we go through that journey. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you're gonna stay the course is if you continue to remind yourself of what you're doing this for in, in, in that worthy goal and you start seeing yourself in the shoes of, of whatever that is that you want that you want to be or, 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 or who you want to be. Mm -hmm. And you continue to remind yourself of that and then you attack every day. Am I moving the needle towards, toward that worthy goal? Mm -hmm. And it's through that whole journey that you start to learn who you are. You start to build awareness of who you are what your actions are. Why did I do that? Why am I thinking the way I'm thinking? Um, and you, and you truly start, uh, uh, changing that, that, that self-identity starts to evolve mm -hmm. and you start to evolve into your, your highest self, your best self, yep. because you are setting the bar at a worthy goal. It's so high that you have no choice. You got to grow. The only way you can get to that is you got to grow. 
So if you're setting a goal that's too easy, you can just coast on that goal. You're not going to, you right. might grow, you might get, in, you, you know, we're talking fit. You might, you might get in beach body shape. You might do this, but you're not going to grow mentally, physically, spiritually, just by doing that's that. Right. The only right. way you're going to do that is you got to set it fucking high mm-hmm. in something you really, really want. And it's through that journey that you are going to learn like who your best self is and you're going to evolve into that person. And, and you're going to, and, and, and it's, it, cause it's not the, even if you don't get that, even if you don't get exactly what you set, yep. guess what? You're going to get pretty damn close and you're not, and I promise you won't regret it. You won't regret a damn thing because you're going to have learned that it was the growth in that exactly. journey that that was what it was all about. And that's yep. where you grow in, in, and you grow to your higher self. It all starts with a worthy goal. It doesn't, like cause that, it, it doesn't just happen. It just doesn't just, yeah. You know, if, if you just think, what, when's this going to happen? Well, you're, you're, you're like, you need, you need clarity and direction. And when you, until you set that worthy goal and commit to it and make the decision to commit to it, that's where the journey starts of your self growth and your, mm-hmm. and your higher self is on that journey. So keep going, baby, because you're going to yeah. keep growing and it's going to be a wild ride. Just like right. the conversations you and I have had, man, um, you've made a decision <laughs> to go down this road and it's blowing your mind, right? It is, and, man. And, and it it, is. It's done the same to me. But the only way that you continue to grow and learn is you got to keep going, and you got to keep yep. going. You got to keep setting the bar higher, and right. um, you know, and that, and that's it, man. That's it. So that's where, it's, very nice. The journey, put, the journey where the the journey, the journey, and the growth is where your highest self is. So go get it. Word, go go word, down brother. that path. <laughs> I love that, yeah. man. I gotta I gotta say a couple of things that I thought of when you yeah. said that. I mean, perfectly put, dude. Perfectly put. Um, I might even argue um that you know the goal itself is maybe not even super relevant, but but what's under that, like like you were saying, you know, I, I love um there's this artist I love his name Satsang. Um, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard him, you should check him out. But um he has this one lyric that I, I like a lot, and he says, You come and leave with nothing, just the journey of the soul which that's mm. so fucking true, dude. Like right. all the stuff we're experiencing, all this, all the cars, all the, the house, the money, all of that stuff, it goes, it doesn't, right. doesn't, it doesn't go with us, but I believe our soul is, is really what goes afterwards. And it's right. really what this whole journey is really about. Mm. Um, so, so super cool, man. Um, the other thing I was going to say is um, I, I saw this one, um, this one quote on Instagram I thought of, and it was like this little uh, lion cub and he's kind of in the dark, you know, and um, he's looking up into the clouds and there's just this monstrous, you know, king lion up there just like glowing and his mane is just flowing in the, in the sun and glistening. And it said something on the lines of, you know, you don't, you're not necessarily finding yourself as much as um as much as you are like peeling back layers of of who you're you're not does that make sense mm. you know it, it's it's not like um it's people i think people try to your try too self, hard your true self yeah. right like yeah yeah. yeah 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 exactly the concept of the true self i don't know you have to see the thing it, it's it's, it's, it's really fucking cool but yeah Anyways, man, um, we're at about time and I feel like yeah. we could do this for, for another oh, all like, day, long, all day. long time, but, um, so, <laughs> yeah. if, you know, we could well, let's do it again. Um, we'll do it again. Man. Yeah. We'll that's what I was just, <laughs> just going to say that, man. We'll do another one, brother. Yeah, we got to stay in touch, sure. man, uh, with sure. everything you got going on, man. I, I'd love to hear the updates. Keep doing good yeah. fucking things and, and touching lives out there, man. Every light that you pass on to somebody else, 
it, it creates a ripple effect, man. And you're making a huge fucking impact in this world, brother. I know you are. So keep well, doing hey, it, man. Hey, listen, likewise, likewise. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. And uh, yeah, love you. And uh, you have a good one, bro. Have an awesome one. Word, brother. Love you too, man. Peace. All Peace. right.